It's midday party. Party podcast. Party podcast. Party podcast. Hola, hola. The hey how I'm flexing, I'm flashing, I'm different. Hola, hola. I'm spending some racks on my niggas, we winning. We winning. We are not the same, chica. 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 Who you think you're talking to, chica? We are not the same, the same. Flexing with my baddies, braid. Mid the party is the end of the rock star DJ Mo started with the brand new single from my girl um, Lioness Nam the track is called Not the Same um, is premiered on Mid the party today for the first time you're listening here coming up on the show I got my cousin up to the AYE Pay with Faircast and today's tribute is on Blue 3 and later on on the plug I'll be with my girl uh, Turnesh and she's here to review her newest album the album is called Costa Cider the seven track album you know and then yeah but for now I'm going back with Faye in 5 and then later on I'll be back with my girl Turnesh let me play again the track from um Lionel's not the same thing back um uh, you have to listen to it because the brand new single and because it's premiered mid party so the first session is probably sponsored by Lionel's um now check out Instagram at Lionel's now with the underscore at the end and just follow her on uh, where Instagram yeah and YouTube just subscribe to her channel Lionel's now with your boy the rock star DJ Mos Fay and Fafi this is the mid party podcast Welcome to the 90s. No. Ah, uh, it's Midday Party Podcast with the 90s. No, that's not how you say. God, Mola, what the fuck am I supposed to say again? Today's Midday Party Podcast features a trivia of the 90s. Phase on, Mola is off. Tune in and listen to our beautiful sister taking us through it all. What is in my What about the dreams? What about the fairy tales? Is there anything left to say now? Everybody's got a different picture now, but I won't let them get me down. Leave me on the lies and the things they do. It's not about to make me change my mind again. We've come from so far and I ain't about to give it all to Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to Faycast. My name is Faye, it's the AYE, it's another day, yo. Um, so today, uh, we're going to be focusing on, in Faycast, today we're going to be focusing on Blue 3. So Blue 3 was a Ugandan all-girl group, which consisted of uh, three members, three original members. Of course, later on, one member, um, you know, went on to do other projects, but was replaced by another member. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into details of the lives of um, those three members, okay? Yeah, so... Um, 
Blue 3 was formed in 2004, April, after winning the TV show Coca-Cola Pop Stars. You see, um, this was a very famous uh, contest, you know, um, that had on musicians and singers and whatever, you know, and this Blue 3 was one of the results of the uh, competition. So the name Blue 3 actually means three beautiful or black ladies from Uganda. Okay, I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Um, the original members were Jackie Chandiru, Lilian Babazi, and Cinderella Sanyu. Okay, these were the original members. Um, so after winning the contest, they went on to record two albums. That that was um, Hitaji, which was released in 2004, and A Barn, which was released in 2007. Okay. Um, so also the song now Hitaji went to win Pearl of Africa Music Award. So this is one of the award shows or award ceremonies, whatever, you know, that, um, very, that is a uh, very respectable, you know, in East Africa, uh, Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, whatever, you know, so they won the, uh, video of the year award. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a big deal, right? Yeah, and they were very young. I mean, they started music very young, okay? Yeah. Uh, one of the members now, Sanyu, who I said, Cinderella Sanyu, uh, went on to pursue other projects and was replaced by Maya Baganda. Okay? So you will realize that um, Maya Baganda later on joined, but then was not originally there. Um, so Blue 3 was nominated in Kara Awards in 2005, at Tanzania Music Awards in 2005, 2006 they were nominated in the Channel All Music Awards, Music, uh, music Video Awards, yeah, I'm sorry, I have a little flu, so, yeah, um, they didn't just get nominated, you know. In some awards, such as the Pearl of Africa Music Awards, they won it. And also Kisima Music Awards, they won it, you know, etc. A lot of awards, you know. This is just to summarize. Yeah, so let's get into the artists now. So I talked about the group and how it was formed and how... It's no longer there, by the way. It was it was there, but now it's not It's not there anymore. Um, so let's talk about Lilian Babazi, who was born in 1984, August. Uh, she is 34 now, and she is one of the members of Blue 3, uh, was actually in a relationship with the late uh, Mose Radio, by the way. Uh, you might ring a bell, because this is not, like, it's not a, a vlog or a vodcast or whatever, so you can see them, but in case you were following closely the lives of these people, you would know that uh, the late uh, Mosey Radio or Radio uh, was with a relationship for a long time, and they have two babies actually uh, with Lillian Babazi, one of the members of the Blue Three. Yeah. So, um, but they broke up before they before they um, uh, before Radio passed on. They had already broken up for some reasons. Um, yeah. So. Now, it is said that Lillian Babazi actually was together with uh, Radio f ever since they were in Makerere University because Lillian Babazi actually um, attained her uh, degree from Makerere University. Yeah. 
So now let's talk briefly about another member of the Blue Three that is none other than Jackie Chandiru or the controversial <laughs> uh, Jackie Chandiru. Um, so I will say, I will explain later why I call her that. Uh, so she went also to Makerere and has a Bachelor uh, of Arts in Industrial Fine Art. Uh, she's had a past in drug addiction, but since, seems to be bettering herself right now. You know, uh, this year in 2019, uh, she has had her comeback with two songs, of which one of them she featured a chameleon from also Uganda. So I said the controversial Jackie Chandler because she has been appearing in the media, you know, um, you know, for a while because she has been addicted to to drugs and stuff yeah so but she's she's doing okay now and you know we thank god for that yeah so another member now of the blue three was cinderella sanyu okay who was born in 1985 so these people were like 18 1985 84 you know they're like they're uh age mates apparently very close in age yeah so um cinderella sanyu was one of the members and um she went on to pursue other projects you know and she actually has had tremendous success in the music scenario because i mean she has uh collaborated with artists so worked with artists such as davido uh, mr g radio etc so she didn't just leave the group to just you know to be non-successful. Um, she left the group to be more successful. Yeah, and the member, the other member who replaced Maya Baganda, um, uh, who replaced, I mean, who replaced Cinderella Sa- Sanyu is actually Maya Baganda, who joined Blue 3 and went on to do this tremendous hit songs, you know, like Where You Are and others. Um, and... She has a solo career now, okay? She has songs like Say No, Shake Your Shankolo, you know, and many others that she is now pursuing. So a note is that these people are not together anymore, but they're doing their solo projects and others are, you know, still acting in the music, others are not. Yeah, so that's it. That's a, that's a very brief summary of these people in case you were wondering like whatever happened to the blue three now this is what happened to the blue three they broke up you know um i think after a while groups usually just break i i don't know of any group which is has stayed intact for like a lot of years i don't know any of of the groups a lot of groups have broken up i mean look at uh destiny child or tlc i mean tlc is still there (laughs) My bad. Yeah, still, TLC is still there, but one of the members has is deceased. Uh, Lisa left Aya Lopez. Uh, I repeat to her. But, uh, you know, Boys to Men, all these all this groups, you know. Um, it seems to me like, no, I mean, you come to Tanzania, Yamoto Band, you know, all these groups, they never really stay forever. You know, sometimes people want to do their solo thing and I'm not sure why. I'm going to, I'm going to be probably, you know, talking to these artists, one of these artists and maybe if I get a reason to why groups usually break up. I will come here in the fake cast and shade some light on that. Or in the media party podcast, generally. We'll just, we'll tell you um, the real answer. But 
you know, the Media Party podcast really pays homage and respects this group because it really entertained our souls and it still does. When you, I still listen to these songs, man. These people are like, they have beautiful songs. They are beautiful people, beautiful black ladies, you know. And yeah, so much respect to them. The Media Party podcast loves them so much, the Blue Three. Uh, so now let's listen to Where You Are, one of their very, very beautiful, famous songs from uh, Blue 3. It's called Where You Are. Uh, they featured Radio and Weasel, you know. Um, so let's listen to this. today um you were with me after the ayE in Faycast and uh, I was shading some light on blue three a renowned um you know Ugandan old lady group music group um yeah so that's it and let's get on with the media party podcast with my cousin Wella from bongo two five five straight to Nigeria this is Tim Lyon, you're listening to the Midday Party Podcast. We are the Midday Party Podcast. Hey, that was my cousin F to the A-Y-E, F to the damn A-Y-E, Fair with Firecast. And today's tribute was um, on Blue 3. And the track you just heard was Where You Are. Yeah, that was my favorite track, you know, when we used to grow up. That track we used to dedicate to... <laughs> let me cut it, let me end it here. Now, um, now is the plug and guess who I'm having with on the show today. Hey, it's Turanesh. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I have a bit of a flu, so apologies if I sound funny. <laughs> okay. Um now Turanish. Um I've seen in your you know, I've been listening to you for almost three four years, you know, since 2017, 2018, and 2019. Now I discovered that most of your projects before didn't have the title for the albums. Like the first um project is you, you, you just named it your name, like Turanish. And the second project it also was also named Turanish. But now in this new album you just name it. Um, Costa Saida, what's up with that? I think it's because when I did the first two projects, I was just kind of just working as a vocalist. I didn't know how to name the project that I had made. Whereas with Coastal Cider, it felt like I was writing a novel and every song was a chapter. And so 
naming the project very, came very easily to me. Whereas with the other projects, I just had all these individual songs, but I didn't really feel an essence for the project as a whole. That's not to say that I didn't, I don't love those projects and I don't appreciate those songs. It's just to say that they gave me a different feeling and a different sense of fulfillment. You know, it just felt like those projects felt like a collection of songs. And Coastal Cider feels like a novel. It feels like um, a, pelt, a, a painting that was made just section by section, piece by piece. Okay, okay, so um, another thing I want to know in this new project. You know, I know you used to work with Victor, I'm Next Studios for a very, very long time. So what's up with this album too? Is Victor one of the producers of the album or you did with another producer uh, producing this project? I made a lot of music with Victor. I made an album with Victor the summer of 2018. But Coastal Cider is a project that I made exclusively with Tim Lyra. So T, let's go back to the project now, all right? Um, the first track in this uh, project is called uh, Aphrodite. So I want to know more about this track. Let, tell me more about this track. I want to know more more about this track, recording it, the vibe in it. How was it like recording it? Yeah. So Aphrodite is about a Swahili love goddess from Bagamoyo. Uh, but Aphrodite can also be seen as just the essence of a woman or, and or the African woman. When I was recording Aphrodite, I don't know, I was just kind of just in the in the spirit of the song, I was telling her story. Um, I just I wanted to write about this this essence, this um, this this love goddess. And when I was singing the song, I was just thinking about doing that as beautifully as possible. Another major influence for the project, more specifically, Asili Spirits, was Biki Dude. I came into her music instead of discovering her music when I was a bit older in age, so post high school. And there's something about the way that she performs and the way that she writes that I found, that I still find to be very raw and just transcendent. And so when I was, not, not so much when I was writing for our silly spirits, but when I was recording the song behind the mic, it was Biki Duda's May She Rest In Peace, it was her essence um, that I was drawing energy from. and. As you'll hear from the song in the beginning and at the end, there are samples of her voice because I wanted the track, I wanted the track to be marked by her because she played a significant role in the spirituality of that song. And that's what that song is. It's a, it's a very spiritual song for me. Um, when I when I was recording it, what was sort of what, what was a main source of energy was imagining that I was performing it the entire time and it was in that imagination that I was drawing heavily from BK Dude as a as an influencer as a guider as a role model yeah so in your I mean in your first project the second project you know you used to do this type of music which um, when somebody comes to listen to the full Cost of Ciders album he or she will be surprised to hear you singing the way you sang because um you know when i used to play the tracks on my pod or my shows it was like many people used to think that you are like you sang kind of sea or something so i want to know growing up who did you listen to and your music short career and which 
put you in this path which which, which includes the way you sing and the way you write and everything growing up i listened to a lot of classical traditional guys and so my so my dad used to play in the car in a home sometimes and my mom would dance with him and we'd dance together and then we don't do that as much anymore i don't know it's sad that we don't do that anymore but he still plays it in the car and it was always alif akratura salif keita salif keita sorry salif keita chumani diabate all those guys and yeah they're just they're incredible and i listen to that kind of, i grew up listening to that kind of music and so it just kind of felt like I should be able to make it, you know. I should uh hey, if I listen to it and I love it so much, like I want to do it as well. And so that's what a city spirits was. Like I I listen sometimes I listen to that kind of music. And so I just wanted to do it for myself. And so I wanted to just create a dance song that didn't necessarily mean too much. I just tried to envision a scenario in my mind. The scenario I envisioned was this like of a couple of just people that that community ngoma um event you know like the communities come together and there's just like sort of an event of sorts is going on and maybe a wedding celebration or some sort of celebration and now people are just dancing it's just ngoma music going on and just dancing and the main person leading the dance is just kind of chanting these things that mean a lot but don't mean too much it's just for to be provocative and get people moving and excited. And that's what I was imagining in my head and then I tried to sing that. I tried to sing that song or write that song. That's what I see this series is. Now there was this show, I guess okay, 2019, 2018. It was one of your year. Like it was your year I can say because I've seen you you performing um like there was this show which it was with Kid was coming to your town, right? Now, I want to know first of all, what happened to you? <laughs> you were among the artists who opened for Whiskey. Like, how did the gig come to you? And the feeling of performing in front of the crowd because I know Whiskey has a lot of fans, so I'm sure a lot of fans came out to support him, like to 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 vibe with him. So, you opening for Whiskey. I want to know the feeling like the vibe, you know, when you was performing in front of 1 1000 and something people out there. How was it like that day? Tell me more. Mm. Performing in front of all those people was great. I think it um before I performed for Whiskey, I performed at another event. I was at a club. Yeah, and before that I performed at another event. That wasn't at a club. It was at it was at like a live performance type arts area. And both were kind of just lit energy <laughs> type of vibes and people expected um just really strong vibes on stage and you really had to be present in the performance and give off a certain energy in order to get it back and i feel as though those sets prepared me well for the west kid show and um it was a lot of fun it was a was pressure but i think it was pressure that i felt i was ready for like i just went for it um and like yeah i guess this that the 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 sets before did give me the confidence and experience that I needed. And a lot of my friends came through and they filled the front row and they made me feel really comfortable and just happy to be on there. And um yeah. And how I got the show is um 
someone that I know and that had worked with before was just involved at that. Just pitched my name along with along with other local artists, you know, he was kind of asked to suggest who he thinks should perform and he suggested several of us to the people that were curating the event or creating the event, whatever the proper term is. And uh, they selected me and a few others to open for WizKid. I think there were two other artists. Yeah, or maybe one other artist. Yeah, and a DJ. Okay, so you had this and other singles like um, Eti, Malkia and Arewa. So I want to know because this track they came out just themselves like they didn't have like the projects the way we used to like when Tunesh comes out um she comes out with a full package like seven tracks or five tracks or 10 tracks. But this AT um Arewa and Malkia they're kind of different like they came themselves like solo singles. So I want to know these tracks are in your coming albums or there's a project which is coming which we will combine this all three tracks and another tracks which you haven't heard yet or these were the tracks which you just released them for the fans you know yeah i want to know that first et and arewa were just two fun singles that i made um, i just made them a couple of days before i had to fly back for uni and yeah they, just, they didn't necessarily they didn't belong to any project they just kind of belonged to that moment in the studio and um yeah they're just purely singles
so let's go back to the to the to the album now okay uh so okay other tracks which are in the album includes honey and hennessy honey and hennessy peninsula fantasy and religious i want to know um producing these tracks and writing these tracks um the vibes and what are this track all about and then we're gonna play it to the ball right now i can't remember all the songs that you listed but you said honey and hennessy and peninsula fantasy and um I guess with Honey and Hennessy, I was just trying to write a love song that was very simple. And that just kind of took great appreciation in these like small, small things. Like sweetest sugar cane juice, Coca-Cola and ice, softest of rice. You know, it's just kind of like, um, I was just thinking about dates to Cocoa Beach, you know, where you and your significant other might have like Mishkaki and a Machoma and Amiwa, you know, or um, in Coca-Cola and ice, maybe you go out for Zege and you have your cold Coca-Cola, you know, softest of rice and it's just being drunk to love with your loved one and it's just like, you know, taking pleasure in these like, I was just thinking of really simple, easy, um, date meals and date drinks. <laughs> you know, something that I kind of imagined our parents enjoying and um, being nostalgic about. And that's the kind of love song that I wanted to I wanted to, I wanted to write a simple nostalgic love song. And that's kind of what Honey the Hennessy is about. And the Peninsula Fantasy, I was just kind of trying to write a love. Um, a love, not a love song, sorry, it's not a love song. I was trying to write a song that kind of captured the childhood or like adolescence of just the average Dar es Salaam kid that maybe went to Magangas one too many times, you know, went to Seacliff one too many times, went to, um, went to the peninsula one too many times. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, so that was Magara Turnesh, and we had a time to review her album, which is called um, Coastal Society. It's out already. You can check out on Instagram at turnesh.aux. Uh, W-A-V. Yeah, sorry, W-A-V. Yeah, so shout out to my cousin up to the AYEFA holding down with Firecast. And then I'm the Rockstar DJ. Until next week. Yeah, we out for today. See you next time. Shout out to my producer, uh, Hans V. Yeah, so yeah. Be the party was here and of the rock star DJ Morris. I'm out, baby. Bye. Stories, I'm so sure.